If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it! Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And tune in, iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, KMAV, and 99KSMR, podcast, replay on SiriusXM, or maybe your video streaming on Twitch and YouTube. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully it's sunny outside where you are, and if it's not, hopefully it's still sunny inside your mind. It's been a wacky week on the program, hasn't it? On Monday we had no video. On Tuesday, we had no Brian Alvarez, but we did have Filthy Tom Lawler. And today, no boss man, no filthy, no gimmicks needed, because I'm here. I'm going to hold it down for you. And as always, there's a whole lot to get into, because it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. AEW Dynamite on TBS emanating from the first Ontario Center in Hamilton. I'll let you know what's being planned out for that show. We have ratings. We always have ratings. Brawl was up. Collision was down. I'll let you know how much on both. Willow Nightingale accepted the challenge of Stardom's Julia for the NJPW Strong Women's Championship. And the match has been officially made for the second day of the NJPW Strong Independence Day shows taking place at Corican Hall. It will be next Wednesday. And there's a bunch of WWE names that actually ended up in the media blender yesterday. Jackie Redman is joining the announce team on Raw, backstage interviewer, which has caused a couple dominoes to fall for some of the other backstage interviewers. Grayson Waller has come out and said he did break his leg against Carmelo Hayes during the appropriately titled Spring Breakin' event in April. L.A. Knight thought he was going to be fired. We all did. Once his role as Max Dupree came to an end. And, of course, the world-famous NXT Review. Part 2. NXT Gold Rush. Get in everything when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep. And a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up, that's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashbacks not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. Wrestling Observer Live. You know we do this show right here for an hour at a time every single day. But if you want us 24-7, you can find me at Sempervivi on both Instagram and Twitter. Also on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is Brian Alvarez, at Brian Alvarez, the timeline for this show, at W-O-N-F-4-W, and the broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. Jim Valley is at Jim Valley. He's here with you on Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. 
And Andrew Zarian, who is at Andrew Zarian, is here with you on Sundays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, starting off there. Speaking of Andrew Zarian's Twitter, if you already follow him, you would already know that he has let loose that Wednesday, September 20th, is going to be the date that AEW returns to Flushing, Queens. Everybody always likes to say Queens, but it's Flushing. It's, it's, don't say Corona Park. It's Flushing, Queens. That's where the Mets play. That's where the USTA Tennis Club is. And Arthur Ashe Stadium, once again, third edition of Grand Slam coming up. It has not officially been announced by the company, but it was one year ago today, as noted on the front page of the website, that the confirmed date and announced on sale for the second Grand Slam was going to take place. So tonight on AEW Dynamite on TBS... Very, very possible that we will we will either get a tease that another announcement is coming up on 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 Rampage or Collision, or they just go ahead and spill the beans that they are going to be running another Grand Slam up there in New York. The first show did over twenty thousand fans and was so close, so close to doing a million dollars in the gate, nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Last year's Grand Slam did break a million dollars, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, if this was part of the one where if you happen to be the person that bought the ticket that put them over a million dollars, Tony Khan was going to give you a hug and a chair and something. I, I don't know exactly what it was. They drew a lot less people last year. Not like it really matters you know, when you make that kind of gate. Uh, 13,600 fans with... Uh, 12,600 of them paid. I would assume this is going to be around that same amount, both in gate and in, in attendance. The event will be the third uh, in a busy four-week stretch for AEW, as written on the website, as they head to London's Webley Stadium for All In on August 27th, followed by All Out the next week in Chicago during Labor Day weekend, followed by Grand Slam. So big events taking place uh, as, as summer comes to an end and we kick off fall. You already know this by now as well, too. Brian Danielson broke his forearm against Kazuchika Okada on Sunday night. We, we referenced it yesterday with Tom on the show. Didn't really get into it. So for those of you who have been hiding under a rock at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, Danielson speculated afterwards that he may have broken his forearm on Tuesday. His wife, Brie Bella, confirmed that speculation with a post on Instagram, put up the x-ray, which clearly shows that Danielson not only broke it, but he really broke it. And it looks like a pretty clean break from the photo, but believe this or not, I'm not a doctor. I did reach out to Dr. Keith Lipinski, who said, yeah, that looks pretty broken. So a doctor has weighed in on things. At the Forbidden Door Media Scrum on Sunday night, Danielson also noted uh, that about with about 10 minutes left to go in the match, Okada hit a elbow drop and Danielson did not tuck his arm, did not protect his own arm. Okada, I guess, landed on it. That's what caused it. He also mentioned during that scrum that he suffered a torn labrum in his match against MJF at AEW Revolution earlier this year. Since Revolution, he's only wrestled twice, the other one being the anarchy in the arena bout that took place at Double or Nothing in May. If you want to look at this with a silver lining... He gets to worry a little less about what's taking place in the ring. He gets to rest up that arm, which, again, is not going to end his career or anything like that. So he gets to rest that up, and as that's resting up, 
the rest of his body can get a little bit of recovery time as well, too. Not the worst thing in the world, especially when this is a guy who's also working on creative. I'm sure he's a guy that every single time he's in the building, people come up to ask him advice about. So, yes, we will see a little less Brian Danielson in the ring, but that's okay because with the way he cuts promos on behalf of that whole group, again, would I rather see Brian Danielson in the ring? Sure I would, but there's got to be a silver lining in this, and I feel as though that's what it is. Tonight is, as I mentioned earlier on, AEW, Dynamite on TBS, First Ontario Center in Hamilton. Cirque du Soleil is going to be there in uh, in December for their Crystal Show, which is going to be probably pretty cool. Uh, they're doing renovations on this building, so they're... Their juniors hockey team, the Hamilton Bulldogs, have to move to Brantford, Ontario for this upcoming season. So if you're a building mark, it looks as if this may be the last wrestling show you get there until about 2026 or so. So there you go. Already been announced that we're going to hear from AEW World Champion MJF and his cowardly partner, Adam Cole, who he's going to be teaming up with in the blind tag team tournament. Yeah, I know Adam Cole was sick, but as far as I am concerned, being a proud member of Team Filthy, Adam Cole, you are not only a mark for getting your picture taken with Filthy that one time at the ROH show. You, sir, you, sir, are a coward. And let me tell you something. This does not put me in the camp of MJF. It just, once again, galvanizes my spot as a member of Team Filthy. Have I expressed my displeasure and, like, inner turmoil and an old WCW lethal lottery outrage over this whole blind tag team tournament? You know the answer to that. Yes, of course I have, and I'm going to continue to do so until they turn me into some sort of believer on this whole thing. Maybe as they announce more pairings, I'll get more into it. They've announced more for tonight. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see if RJ City is able to get a line in or if they just do what they did with Tony last time where he's the official ball boy you know uh you know grinding the uh the ping pong balls around there but there's obviously also going to be fallout from forbidden door including jungle boy jack perry who needs to explain himself after not only losing the sonata more importantly for aew he turned on hook he's got to explain himself but here's how i want him to explain himself i want him to come out to his old music. I want him to wave his arms back and forth as everybody boos him and he takes the microphone and he starts to whoa, whoa, whoa and, and starts to do the song himself and then says, I'm done with all of this. I'm done with all of you. I don't know if I want to cut his hair or not. That would be the most heelish thing to do is like, you know, oh, you guys like my hair? I'm going to a, a short quaff now, like my real father, Christian Cage. I really hope that's the direction they're actually going with all of this stuff. I don't know if I want to see him with the FTW title. Doesn't make any sense to me. But him tied up with Luchasaurus as Christian continues to bask in his own glory over uh, Luchasaurus's TBS title or TNT title. I think I think that would would make some sense. Sting and Darby Allen against Painmaker, Painmaker Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Always always painful for me when I have to see Chris Jericho on my TV. Tornado tag team match. What the hell is a pain maker anyway? Okada was right. John Moxley is scheduled to face Tomohiro Ishii. Their only singles match took place in July of 2019 during that year's G1 Climax tournament, which 
Moxley won. Obviously, they've been involved in tag team matches. This is probably the match on the show that most people are interested in as it stands right now. There's probably also going to be a pretty good women's match as well between Britt Baker and Ruby Soho, which is a quarterfinal match in the Women's Owen Hart Cup Memorial Tournament. I, I do. I really hope that match on paper. I like it a lot. We're going to see how much this is about Britt and Ruby in the Owen Hart Cup and how much of it is going to be, you know, some sleight of hand moving it around because Jamie Hayter is still looking for revenge. At some point, she's going to come back and is going to be looking for revenge on all of those outsiders. So we'll see how that tournament match ends up going down tonight. We're pushing up against break here, and we've got a ton of stuff coming up, including ratings, obviously, that I talked about, and, of course, the world-famous NXT review. We'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800 That's 800-390-5160. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. 
We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. No boss man, so that means I'll get in some plugs for myself. The Mid-Atlantic Championship Podcast, you can find it across social media at Mid-Atlantic Pod. Free feed for the show is available wherever you find your favorite podcasts or at midatlanticpod.com. And if you like what you hear, I really encourage you to join the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash midatlanticpodcast. If you like reading and learning about wrestling history or just like a good story, it is a great place for you, patreon.com slash midatlanticpodcast. And my friend Adam Summers and I will be recording the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare on Thursday. It is the longest-running Japanese based professional wrestling show anywhere in the world, and it's only available for subscribers at F4WOnline.com. Either head over to WrestlingObserver.com or just go wherever you find your favorite podcast, put in your information as a member of F4WOnline.com, and go get you some of that podcast. Adam Summers, and I am not going to belabor this point, one of those people that pre-ordered AEW Fight Forever on the Nintendo Switch and is not playing it today. Even though he was <clears throat> sick, he was ill, he was under the weather, and he could not work today, and figured, well, the timing of my illness is amazing, I'd like to play this game, but unfortunately, unless you have an Xbox, unless you have a PS4, unless you have a PS5, unless you have an Atari 2600, you could not play AEW Fight Forever early, so that, from very early on this morning, seemed to be a thing on my timeline. I will. Uh, I see Brian Rose was at least in the Twitch chat earlier on. I will save that for him. And in fact, I will let Brian Alvarez know that I'm suggesting to that Brian come on the show, Brian Rose, that is, tomorrow, and talk a little bit about this game. Might as well. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite anyway. He's got, Brian Rose, that is, has got on the main page right now some of his thoughts on the game. No cage match in the game. I didn't realize that until I saw his post. No cage matches. There's a zillion other things going on, but no traditional cage match. That kind of surprised me. But there is a ton of other things in the game from what everybody I seems to be saying that has now played it early. They love the gameplay. They Everybody that has played No Mercy that has played WrestleMania 2000, that has played WCW vs. The World, and all those other classic THU games. They say it's almost just as easy to pick it up and just start playing as those games were. I loved those games, other than like Madden and NHL and in Major League Baseball and a handful of other games. You know, that's as close as I ever came to, the, to fighting games, and I adored those games. So I'm definitely going to be checking out AEW Fight Forever just because, again, everybody keeps saying if you liked those games, you'll love what they did here. So we will find out. 
couple other uh, notes uh, before I get to this uh, NXT review that's going to be coming up in the next segment. Ratings for AEW Collision on Saturday night were down over 27% from the debut the week prior. The Forbidden Door Go Home show averaged 595,000 viewers on TNT, down eight from 816,000 the previous week, or about 27.1%. As Paul Fontaine noted in his post on the main page yesterday, the second episode of AEW Dynamite in October 2019 Dropped a similar percentage. It dropped at a 27.8% uh, drop in the second week. Collision this week drew a 0.21 rating in the 18-49 to 49 demo, down 36.4% from the debut. Interestingly enough, that also compares with the 32.4% drop that Dynamite fell on its second week on TNT. So... There you go, compare and contrast. In the demo, Collision ranked fifth on the cable charts on Saturday. It finished behind the College World Series, Gold Cup Soccer, and ESPN Sports Center. I am sure that there are going to be a lot of either ill-informed or disingenuous people that blame it on New Japan and that nobody wanted to see it. That is the first, look, maybe that's the case. I look at that as one of the furthest things from the truth because bottom line, there's going to be weeks that this show, for no rhyme or reason, probably hits a million viewers. There are going to be weeks after a million viewers that it hits 402,000 viewers the next week. That's what's going to happen to this show. Again, uh, things if the if Gold Cup soccer and the College World Series, which I guess was Florida and LSU, like if that's taking that big of a chunk out of them, you can imagine what college football is going to do. You can imagine when there's a an event of some repute on a network that that's not going to claw into this show, and you can load that show up with as many people as you want. The reality is, pro wrestling, God bless it. Unless it's a WrestleMania or unless it's a all-in or a big event, people are probably, if it comes down to my favorite sports team playing right now live for this sport I have a passion for in pro wrestling, I know which one is probably, at least in my world and most of the people I know's world, I know which one is going to be watched later on on the DVR. And it's going to be collision and it's going to be pro wrestling in general, so... Again, if you're a lot younger than I am, maybe that's going to be different for you. But this is going to be a show that, frankly, is going to wildly vary every single week. So, again, I'm not getting out in front of the New Japan stuff, but I know that there are AEW fans and there are people that just they don't care about New Japan. They don't care about what the show means, actually, from a wrestling festival point of view and a fan's point of view. And, frankly, as I mentioned for some of those workers, you know, again, MJF can talk about New Japan being an indie and all that stuff, go through the whole shtick. He's still got Hiroshi Tanahashi on his resume, and he'll be able to look back, and it's like, you know, a guy that faced Luthez way after his prime, or Buddy Rogers and Ric Flair. You know, there's another great example. You know, all those years later, Rogers comes back, faces Ric Flair. It was great for Ric Flair. Was Rogers the same Rogers as 1960? Of course he wasn't. It was 1977, 78. I can't even remember what year it was now. 79, I guess it was. You know, so, again, anything you hear about New Japan being the cause of this, I'm going to demand proof. 
The Monday Night Raw rating doesn't need any proof. WWE's just hot right now. 1.97 million viewers with a .61 rating in 18 to 49 and a point. Four six in eighteen to thirty four, as noted on the main page yesterday, those numbers are usually re- reserved for episodes of Raw after major premium live events, not before them. And we got Money in the Bank coming up this weekend, but Raw did a big number. They were second on cable behind that LSU Florida game, the College Baseball World Series, which did three point four three million viewers on a point eight five in eighteen to forty nine. I didn't know the numbers were that good for college baseball, to be honest. But then again, it is the World Series. Raw was second to the game across the board in all key demos and fifth in total viewers on the night on cable, trailing the game in three new shows. It beat everything on network TV in 18-49 and its best number in the demo since Monday, since the Monday after WrestleMania and just to ice the cake for them. The first to third hour drop was not anywhere near what it has been recently. The first hour averaged 2.07 million viewers, falling to 2.04 million for the second hour, and then to 1.8 million for the final hour. So they actually did a really good job there. What's the rhyme or reason to it? Probably just the lack of competition on Monday night. WWE also announced via Variety yesterday that they're making some changes to their broadcast team on Raw and SmackDown. Joseph Courier posted this up on the main page yesterday. Jackie Redman, who has been with WWE since 2021, will now serve as a backstage interviewer for Raw alongside Byron Saxton. Uh, with Redmond joining Raw, that means Kathy Kelly moves over to SmackDown, where she'll work with Kyla, uh, Kayla Braxton as the backstage interviewer's Braxton and Redmond will uh, be the co-host now for WWE pay-per-view pre-shows. Booker T and Peter Rosenberg will also continue to be part of those panels. Redmond, as I mentioned, started with WWE in 2021 as a co-host for Raw Talk and Talking Smack. Variety notes she'll continue to do studio work for WWE as well as continue in her roles uh, as a broadcaster and a, a mic holder on the NHL Network and WBD Sports and going to continue in those roles. The one who gets pushed out in this scenario, Megan Morant, who had been on SmackDown, will now host Raw Talk, the SmackDown Lowdown, international shows for television and digital shows. That includes hosting WWE's Twitch sidecast during Raw. So uh, Morant out of the picture for right now. Um Nothing that that she really did. Redmond's really good, you know, watching her during hockey and everything. So hopefully that, you know, she gets a great break there. Although I'll be honest, of almost all of them, and I'm a big fan of Kyla Kyla Braxton, especially how she she and Paul Lee just have this great Heenan, Mean Gene type of relationship going on when they're on the microphone with each other. But, um, yeah, at some point, Vic Joseph, I can see being up on the main roster, and Mackenzie Mitchell, who he is married to, I think she may be the best one of the bunch, and looking forward to both of them actually coming up at some point. I like the Wade Barrett-Vic Joseph combination, and at some point, Michael Cole, I'm sure, wants to just step back and produce these guys, maybe when Kevin Dunn goes. You know, that's a role that Michael Cole could, again, possibly take and, you know, or at least take some of the, you know, what what Kevin Dunn does. Obviously, I don't know with the TV production work if Cole can do all that, but I would love to see Vic Joseph back on the main roster alongside Wade Barrett. L.A. Knight. 
He thought he was going to be fired, and he appeared on the uh, Chris Van Vliet show uh, ahead of this weekend's Money in the Bank, and Knight said he thought he was going to be fired by WWE in 2022 after his stint on the main roster as Max Dupree last May. Uh, we all thought he was going to be fired after that, to be honest with you, especially because Vince McMahon apparently didn't like how he read his lines, but silver lining and everything, Vince quit, got fired, uh, whatever it was. And when that happened, Triple H brought a lot of people back that he liked and dropped L.A. Knight's uh, goofy Max Dupree nickname and went back to the guy we got now. Good in an uh, NXT review when we get back from break. Get ready, kids. Wrestling Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? And now you can't afford your mortgage payment. Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Hey, make the wrestling news part of your day. Everything you need to know to get your day started, get you caught up, or get you to your favorite wrestling review pod like Wrestling Observer Radio with Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer, which will be taking place early, early Thursday morning as they discuss AEW Dynamite and everything else that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. But the wrestling news is daily free and between 5 to 15 minutes long every day. No clickbait, no speculation, no rumors, no paywall, just the wrestling news. For more information, head on over to thewrestlingnews.com and to at Wrestling News AV on Facebook and Twitter. Before we get to the world-famous NXT review, ASMR kids, are you ready? I always have blinders on doing this show, and I never really pay attention to any of the chats going on, which, when we had just any old body up in these chats, it made it quite easy to ignore them. But I did take a peek in, wanted to see how I was doing and everything, and they said it was a good idea that if Brian Rose comes on this show tomorrow and talks a little bit about that game, I am going to suggest this to the boss man. And if it doesn't happen, it's all the boss man's fault, as most things usually are, even though he tries to always pass blame onto others. He's like that, you know. Also, before we get into uh, NXT review, I did mention this. Willow Nightingale, Julia, it is official. On Wednesday's New Japan Strong Independence Day show, I'm interested. (laughs) You know, I don't know if this was... I don't know when they decided on this match. There are nine matches now scheduled for Tuesday, July 4th. There are now ten matches for Wednesday, July 5th. I'm interested. I I could... This can go either way. In part of me, I would really like to see Julia win that title. I would really like to see Donna Del Mondo be sent on excursion and... You know, for those people who don't know them, make sure they know who these women are. And for those who do know them, I would assume wherever they go, whether it be London to New York, San Francisco, there are fans here that are just dying to throw money at them and buy DDM merch and probably try to throw their phone numbers at Julia, uh, which would probably result in them getting headbutted. So, again, we're all winners in this exchange if she comes over here. But... You know, Willow Nightingale getting a big win. If they're looking at Sasha Banks coming back to win the title back from Willow, and they're just like, look, we're going to put this thing into suspended animation, and when Sasha gets back, boom, hey, it's time for her and Willow. We'll see. Or maybe this was the plan the whole time. Was it to get to Julia and Mercedes Monet, and things went sideways when Willow won the title? Very interesting to see what takes place there. But whether she broke her ankle, whether it was a high sprain, either way, it's not going to keep her out that much longer. I mean, it's it's been a pretty good amount of time, and I think, what were they saying, six to eight weeks usually in one of those cases. So at some point, mercedes Monet is going to be coming back here. It'll be very interesting. But it is time for the world-famous NXT review. I have to do it. I didn't do the Raw review yesterday. Everybody was happy about that, but part of this whole deal we got going on here is, you know, if if you skip too many of these things, I get a threatening text from Brian, and and that's pretty much what happened here. Got to do the NXT review. 
at least we opened on a high point for me because we got Tiffany Stratton defending the NXT Women's Championship against Thea Hale. And I look forward to seeing this match in about a year or so from now because both have what you can't teach. You cannot teach charisma. You cannot teach personality. You can try to bring it out of people. You can try to draw it out of people. But, you know, they both have their own unique presence in their own ways. They didn't do anything special, but they looked like they were putting intensity behind some things. Whip into the corner. Tiffany Stratton's putting her in the corner. When it comes to Hale, I, I love the way she was staring down Stratton during the intros, the intensity that she showed there. She can be a cartoon character a lot of the time and overdo it sometimes when it's time to sell. But frankly, I would still rather have that as opposed to somebody who just can't emote at all. Duke Hudson was at ringside in Thea's corner. During the first commercial break, or right before that, Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak sauntered down to the ring. The match centered around Thea trying to put the Kimura on Stratton. At one point, she did, and as Stratton tried to reach for the ropes, Dempsey pulled the rope away from her. That led to Duke arguing with Dempsey. It led to Gulak arguing with the referee. Of course, as that was going on, Thea locked on the Kimura. Stratton tapped. Nobody saw it. Thea got up to get the referee as she did. Stratton rolled her up and got the victory. After the match, Dempsey and Gulak started yelling at Thea. Duke got involved. They started beating Hidden down until Andre Chase ran down, made the save, popped the whole building, obviously. Duke and Chase both did flip-flop and fly, Dusty Road-style elbows, clearing the ring, and that was that. Ilya Dragunov, there was a video for him. Un besigbar. Unbesigbar? Unbesig. He said he was invincible, but they probably can't trademark that, so he is now Unbesigbar. I'm, I'm like an eighth German and an, an eighth Hungarian gypsy. I, I, if it, it German, Austro, Hungarian words, I, no mas. No mas with these. Uh, we see Kalani Jordan. Uh, introduce herself to Dana Brooke, who was icing her leg after last week's match against Cora Jade. Jordan's been on NXT level up before. I haven't seen her wrestle, so can't tell you anything about that. Can only go off of what I see. She was signed in late 2022. Very pretty. Very smart, apparently. Four-time academic, all Big Ten at Michigan State. As a gymnast, that's why she was asking Dana Brooke for some advice. It looks like those two are going to be linked up with each other as a tag team. The NXT tag team title match was next. Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang against Idris Anofe and Malik Blade. Last week, Stax pulled up in the NXT parking lot, attacked Joe Coffey, shoved him in a trunk. So before the match... Coffee's brother and Wolfgang are walking backstage for 10 seconds and talking about getting through the tag match, and then they'll resume their search for Joe. Forget about any semblance of reality, like did anybody call the cops or anything, which is a fair question, because the absence of Tony D'Angelo was caused by Gallus calling the cops. But whatever. I mean, we could have gotten a backstage segment with, like, more, more urgency from Gallus, you know, asking Michaels to postpone the match or something. Like, it probably would have added some drama to Inofe and Blade, you know, for the home viewer, considering that I don't think anybody thought they were going to win this match. But whatever. Once again, before the first commercial break, we had people that came out to watch. In this case, it was Los Lotharios up in the perch. Terrible spot during the match in which, uh, who was it? It was, because you're going to see this one on Botchamania. It was Malik Blade, who jumped on Coffee's back, went to go do something to Wolfgang, but he slipped and just basically did a senton to the mat and Wolfgang 
took a his big ass took a step back and just it just fell just 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 corpsed backwards and rolled out of the ring in, in slow motion shame uh the match was a whole means to get to the end which was outside the ring stacks appeared went for a running uppercut on coffee missed instead he hit blade gallus then hit their finisher on an ofe for the win and then instead of sprinting after the guy who had their brother in a trunk they stand in the ring and celebrate their victory now there's there's a reason for that that came later on, but it's just completely ridiculous. Back from break, Mackenzie Mitchell was interviewing Metaphor. Noam Dar, still sad from losing the Heritage Cup, but he did get his nails done, so there was that. Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson uh, told Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler to look out. <laughs> Ought to be an interesting encounter. Uh, in the ring, uh, Joe Gacy, Ava, and the Dyad had to sit down to try to tra- hash out their problems. Uh, it was more like trash out their problems because, uh, you know, this is what it is. The former grizzled young veterans question Joe Gacy's philosophy until the Creed Brothers and Ivy Nile came down to break everything up. Julius referenced Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler wanting to leave in real life uh, the company, but then they cut him off. Long story short, the Creed's against the Dyad next week in a loser leaves town match and... The show's already been taped, and up on the main page, there are spoilers. I haven't seen them, but I got to be honest, with the way that they did this, they seem to telegraph to me that the Creeds are going to lose that match. With them bringing up the fact that the Dyad want to leave, with the Dyad later on questioning Joe Gacy and Ava, questioning Ava about the decision, I have a feeling that the Creed brothers are going to take the L there, and I got an even better feeling Actually, I got a better feeling about that, but I have a little bit of a feeling about them and Ivy on the main roster against Gable, Otis, and Maxine. I'm all for it. I'm all for that one. Then, much like Ricky from Boys in the Hood, Lucian Price and Bronco Nima used football to get out of the hood. Uh, the spoiler, unlike Ricky in the movie, uh, they didn't get shot. And, and Ice Cube is not portraying their brother either. But uh, at some point, they're going to debut on NXT proper. Pre-tape then played of Rhea Ripley confronting Mello and Trick about assisting Seth Rollins last week after Finn Balor beat him down. She told him when you get in Judgment Day's business, then you become their business. So, hey, I'm all for Finn Balor against Carmelo A's, if that's where this thing is leading. The NXT Heritage Cup was up next. Nathan Fazier against Dragon Lee. Lee had Valentina Faraz in his corner. I gotta stop saying Faraz. Uh, Faraz in his corner, and Fraser had Ulyssa Leone. Why? I don't know. I don't. I, on a, it, it was probably on one of the thirty-seven segments on the show last week or the week before. They probably, you know, hashed all this out. I, I don't recall what it is, but. Once again, during the match, before the first commercial break, two people come out to watch the match. In this case, Scripps and Axiom, who then just went to the back. Axiom is apparently becoming obsessed with the Heritage Cup. First fall went to a draw. Nathan Frazier won the second one by rolling through Lee's top rope, Rana, and getting the pin. Time ran out on the third fall. While the show was in a commercial break, Dragon Lee won the fourth with a powerbomb, and then the deciding fifth fall finish got screwed up. Frazier rolled through a powerbomb, and Lee was supposed to reverse it, but it looked like he got pinned. 
The ref then kind of gave him the Iggy, yeah, your shoulder's not down, reverse it. And Lee reversed, and then Frazier reversed that, got the pin with one second left on the clock, which is what they were going for. So Booker T could say, ah, there was there was no time on the clock, and they can say that there was one, and, and that's what happened. Raw Underground returns next week for Eddie Thorpe against Damon Kemp. They uh, showed Thorpe training with Gable Stevenson. They did do a little wink and a nod at Gable being Damon's brother, saying that he was going to, you know, uh, like give a head nod or whatever to uh, Damon Kemp's parents come next week. But they never outright stated that they were brothers. We had a segment where Mustafa Ali apologized to Wes Lee when Tyler Bate walked in and they all bantered about Tyler Bate against Mustafa Ali next week for a shot at Lee's North American title. Von Wagner was having a very emotional day due to the trauma of Robert Stone bringing up the photos from his youth, and he stormed out of the building. Then it was Gigi Dolan using her crucifix bomb to pin Kiana James after the match. James hit Dolan with her loaded purse and then pulled out jars of orange and blue paint that she poured all over her. Then we got Joe Coffey meeting with Tony D'Angelo in prison. Coffey said that things are not what they seem and then told Tony that Stax is planning a coup against him to prove it. He played a phone recording of Stax telling him to lay low because he's tired of being the underboss. That led into Roxanne Perez getting jumped by Blair Davenport on social media. They'll wrestle on next week's show. Backstage, J.C. Jane was talking trash about Lyra Valkyria, who walked in and punched her right in the face and then bounced. We pan up from J.C. laying there, and Rhea Ripley is standing over her saying, Lyra's a badass, so there you go. Finally... Time for the main event, the NXT Championship. Carmelo Hayes against Braun, or Braun, Baron Corbin, came out in his own, his old uh, lone wolf gear in his NXT entrance, which was cool, good match. Melo had to fight from underneath the entire time. Eventually, uh, he put Corbin away with the nothing but net leg drop from the top rope, and the show went off the air with Braun Breaker storming out of Shawn Michaels' office saying that he cannot be controlled, and we'll find out what he's got planned next week. We got a commercial planned right now. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. 
Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with you. Wrestling Observer Live tickets still available for observing live. W-O-L, wait, W-O-LiveLondon.com. That's where you can get tickets to Dave and Brian's stage show. Their, their live podcast that they're going to be doing uh, during uh, All In Weekend, All Out Week. I can't even remember what it is. The big show at Wembley, they're going to be there, and you can get tickets to see them if you so choose. Speaking of AEW, since I've started the show, the Young Bucks and Hangman Page are set for trios action on AEW Dynamite. Opponents not announced as of yet, uh, but... You got to figure, much like Moxley and Ishii will probably play some sort of uh, Eddie Kingston is going to be lingering around there somewhere to to probably question why Moxley gave him a cutter on Sunday. Probably with the Young Bucks and Hangman Page, we're going to be seeing some some dramatics there with them and and, and possibly the Blackpool Combat Club, who is uh, conspicuous by their absence on the rest of this show. So surely they are going to be making their appearance. And a couple of people that I'd like to make an appearance on this show uh, coming up here in the next couple of weeks or months here. I've been reading the, as I showed you yesterday, the Dropkick Murphy book by Emily Sweeney, which is, I'm really looking forward to talking about this. The band, the Dropkick Murphys, if you've ever heard of them, actually got their name from an old wrestler named Dropkick Murphy. And they lived a quite a fascinating life, like I mentioned as well. Tim Hornbaker, hopefully going to have him on when this book gets released, the real world champion, uh, the last real world champion, the legacy of Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and... Hitting your newsstands very, very soon, the new edition 
of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the wild summer nobody saw coming. Best thing about this, back in the day, you used to have to wait forever. But guess what? It's only June 26th I got this. Period ending June 4th when it comes to ratings. Big deal, folks. I want to thank all of you out there for listening, all of you out there for watching. For producer John, for producer Dom, we shall talk to you again after a while.